This is Trice Talk Mini Pod for Friday night, April the 23rd, 2021. Thanks for joining me again for another episode of Mini Pod. Tonight I'm going to be covering uh, an article I found in the Epic Times by Peter Schwab. Um, I believe that's how you pronounce it. And it was dated April the 22nd, which I believe was on Thursday. Um, the the title of the article is parents organize to push back against critical race theory. Now, if you've been listening to, uh, other mini pods and even, uh, episodes of Trice Talk live with myself and Dennis Lee, uh, you'll know that I've mentioned critical race theory a number of times, uh, on both resources, mainly because it keeps coming up in the news and I think it's an important issue because basically, and I've, I, I think I've said this before, I think it's an attempt by the left to brainwash children and to raise them in such a manner as they'll be nice little robots when they get to a certain age. And I also kind of link that to, uh, you know, this critical race theory stuff they're trying to teach in, in, in uh, elementary schools, even uh, today, to that idea they have that, you know, if you listen uh, about four or five weeks ago, I talked about in the HRSR1 bill that they want to lower the voting age limit to 16. Well, if, you know, and you have to question why in the world that. Democrats would even be interested in something like that. And then you look at what they're trying to teach them in school and you say, hey, it makes perfect sense. Let's get them at 16 when we've just been spent the last, uh, what, 10, 11, 12 years indoctrinating them into this Marxist theory crap that we're trying to shove into their little heads. And let's get them, let's let them start voting because we've got them primed. It makes sense. I mean, the first time I, I read that and I said, why in the world would they want 16-year-olds to vote? And then I started putting two and two together. Well, 
look at what they're doing in the schools, look at what they're trying to convince them of, what they're trying to teach them, and what better time to get them when they're just still basically in school, probably, you know, their last year or two of high school, um, and get them to vote. I mean, we've already told them what to vote. We've already told them what the world looks like. So this critical race theory, uh, I just, I cannot say it strongly enough that it is dangerous to the survival of this country, in my opinion. Now, of course, everything that we say on Trice Talk and everything that we uh, talk about here on Minipod is uh, seasoned with opinions. Uh, we try to give you facts where the facts are available, but sometimes, you know, we also want to inject our opinion into those facts. But, you know, if, if you just spend some time looking at the material that they're trying to use on our children, our youth today, you'll understand why it is so dangerous and what it's going to do to the country if they're successful. And we've already seen a lot of that, uh, the results of some of that, and, and, and some of the rioting that's been going on, the demonstrations around the country last year, um, and, and a lot of the comments that you see on social media. So I will continue talking about critical race theory and, and these social issues as long as they are something that need to be talked about until basically there's enough of a movement out there to, to push back against this and say, wait a minute, this is not what we pay tax dollars for, number one. And number two, this is not what we send our kids to school for. We send them to school to learn English, math, um, science, things that will help them in the in the adult world when they actually have to go out and make a living or give them things that will uh, help them decide, you know, what they would like to do with the rest of their life, you know, when they have to get out there and make a living. Not to try to social, uh, affect their social conscience and tell them what they should be thinking, uh, especially, you know, that's the job of the parents and um, not the school system. I mean, do we really trust these people to do that for us? I'd say no. All right, so again, this uh, article is from the uh, Epic Times and it's called Parents Organized to Push Back Against Critical Race Theory. A growing number of American parents are getting together to find ways to block the spread of quasi-Marxist critical race theory, CRT, in schools where they send their children. They see the doctrine as a culprit in creating a toxic environment and exacerbating problems it claims to be, uh, problems it claims to ameliorate. School officials have been responding with denials or, or silence. CRT has been spreading throughout academia, entertainment, government, schools, and corporations. It redefines America's history as a struggle between oppressors, white people, 
and the oppressed, everybody else. Similarly to Marxism's reduction of human history to a struggle between the bourgeoisie and the proletariat. It labels institutions that emerge in majority white societies as systemically or structurally racist. CRT's entry into schools went largely unnoticed by parents due to its being dressed up as equity, anti-racist, or culturally responsive initiatives. It has spawned an industry of speakers, trainers, and consultants who get paid to diagnose an organization as systemically racist, prescribe CRT-based initiatives as the remedy, and then help to implement it over the years to come. And I, I think I've talked about this on, on a couple of other uh, podcasts as well. This is becoming a big money business. These people going out there pushing this crap uh, not only in our schools, but now they're going to corporations and going to seminars and corporations, big companies are sending their, making their employees go to these stupid ass things. And a lot of people are pushing back. A lot of people have commented on what they're trying to get people to admit that, that they are when they go to these seminars. So it's not just in the schools. It's in all walks of life now that these people are, and it's almost like the light bulb went on, you know, when Donald Trump lost the election and Joe Biden came in. And like I said the other day, it's like a mad rush to get all of this stuff uh, going as quickly as they can. But this has been going on, this the CRT uh, training and so forth has been going on for several years. It's just been unnoticed because we're too busy doing other things. The existence of systemic racism is usually claimed based on disparate outcomes for different groups, such as lower average test scores or more detentions for black students. Scholars have pointed out that the argument is uh, specious. Every system you could possibly think of produces some kind of racial or sexual or class discrepancy, said Wilford Riley, an associate professor of political science at Kentucky State University who specializes in empirically testing political claims. And this allows the radicals to be radicals eternally and to claim that everything is racist. I mean, that's true with what we hear in the news today. Everything that's wrong, everything that goes wrong, especially in, in law enforcement, uh, and even when there's opposition to certain bills or even if there's opposition to certain um, uh, voter, voting law changes that we've had in the country, if you think about it, everything, every objection that liberals have, Democrats have, generally includes the words racist. 
Everything is about racism, according to these people. And you know why? Because that is something that rings in people's heads. And that is something that stops conservatives dead in their tracks most of the time because, Lord, we don't want to be referred to as racist. We don't know how to defend against it. At least we haven't in the past. Back to the article. Once parents learn what CRT is, they often disagree. One group that attacked, attracted media attention is the Parents Against Critical Theory, which is PACT in Loudoun County, Virginia. I talked about that particular situation um, uh, several, uh, I think it was on Monday night, if I'm not mistaken, on a mini pod. Local parents began to organize in June of 2020 asking for the reopening of schools that had been shuttered in response to the CCP, which in this article they referred to it as the Chinese Communist Party virus pandemic. However, it was the remote learning the district put in place that allowed parents to learn more about what their children are being taught, which raised some red flags. We're seeing what our kids are learning and our goal changes from opening schools to, oh my gosh, what are we sending our children back to? One parent who asked to remain anonymous because of concern about reprisals told the Epic Times. Basically, they're categorizing children by race to determine the quality of education each will have, which is absolutely unacceptable, she added. She said her children won't be returning to that school. Loudoun County Public School spokesman Wade Byard denied that the schools are determining the quality level or resources for education based on skin color. Our goal is to ensure equity based on this definition is outlined by the Virginia Department of Education. Education equity is achieved when we eliminate the predictability of student outcomes based on race, gender, zip code, ability, socio socioeconomic status, or languages spoken at home, he told the Epic Times via email. As a school division, we are committed to ensuring the success of every student here at LCPS. One parent was shocked to hear her daughter ask uh, to hear her daughter ask ask her whether she was a member of the Ku Klux Klan. Apparently, the child heard about it in class, but came away with a confused picture of what the KKK is. The parent had to explain that membership in such an organization is a bad thing. The child had no idea that the organization was started by Democrats. Democrats, people, more than a century ago and barely exist today, according to the parent. Byard said this, the district does not comment on anecdotal stories such as these, and the information about it, both on the student and the teacher side, would be confidential. One teacher told the class that students can go protest and be excused from school as long as they're at least 14 years old and get parental consent.
the mother learned that from her child. Uh, the school denied it, of course, she said, but she wasn't convinced. I'm going to believe my daughter probably over anything that they say, she said. A video posted online shows a teacher during a virtual class punishing or pushing, I'm sorry, a student to pay attention to racial differences, accusing the student of being intentionally coy by refusing. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to play uh that a little audio from that. Uh there is a video I believe that goes with it, but um I can't show that to you, obviously. So I'm going to play the audio just so you kind of get an idea. It's not a, you know, big stirring conversation, but um, it helps to make the point. If I can find the video, let's see. All right. And then I have to, then I have to stop it. Okay, let me um, bear with me a second. It's a little bit harder to do when I don't have anybody running interference for me. Jeez, um, sorry about that. All right, I think this will be it. The story behind this picture, um, I'd rather hold on to that. Just tell me, tell me what, what this seems to be a picture of. It's just two people chilling. Right, just two people. That's nothing more to this picture? Nah, not really. Just two people chilling. I don't believe that you believe that. Um, I don't believe that you look at this as just two people. Um, I don't think truly you truly is just two people, just though, is it not? Yeah, but I think you're being, I think you're being, um, Think you're being intentionally coy about what this is a picture of. <laughs> what are they being coy about? It's two people standing back to back in a picture. Yeah, and that's all you see is two people. I, I'm I'm confused on what you would like me to to speak on. I don't, on in that I don't sense. think you are. I don't know why you do this. Um, I'm not trying to call you out, but you 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 know you come out off of mute to talk about what this is a picture of, and you act as if as if you know there's nothing noticeable about this apart from the fact that there are two people. Well, I'm confused. Are you trying to get me to say that there are two different races in this picture? Yes, is that I what am you want me to say? say? Well, at the end of the day, wouldn't that just be feeding into the problem of looking at race instead of just acknowledging them as two normal people? No, it's not because you, you can't not look at, you can't, you can't look at the people and not acknowledge that there are racial differences, right? But if we're going for, let's say if we're looking for equality within all this, then why would we need to point out things such as that? Because those things, those differences are real things. You can't, you can't. So do you get the point there? I mean, I hope, hope that you could hear that. Um, what it was is a picture, if you have not seen it, it was a picture of uh, two women, two girls or two women, I can't be sure of the age. One girl was obviously white with uh, red hair and the other uh, girl was light complected. Um, and, and obviously of a, a different race. I'm not 
quite sure because <laughs> there were several things in that picture to analyze. But the, I think the student was making the point, you know, when he was asked to see what, what do you see in this picture? And he says two people. And that's not what the teacher wanted him to say. Now, liberals are making the case all the time that, you know, conservatives or Republicans are the ones that that see race as a problem that that have this division in, in the way we think about race in this country. Yet this teacher is trying to make a point uh, to the student. Well, why aren't you seeing that there is a difference in these two people? in the picture. And then he goes on to say, but you can't look at this picture without seeing that there's a difference in the race of these two people. And I think the student was making a good point. I thought, you know, the whole, the whole point of what we wanted to try to do in our society was not to see that difference, to look at people as people. So, you know, um, (laughs) the, the fact that they would even spend time on that in school, is is amazing to me that's not their job i you know of course um when asked about this video bayard uh said that the video is an edited clip of a much larger or much longer lesson and may not accurately reflect reflect the context in which this discussion was held but you know there's no misunderstanding what what I just played for you and what the teacher was a little bit, you know, I won't say upset, but maybe frustrated because the student wasn't reacting to the picture the way that the teacher wanted him to. And he was pushing back and he probably was uh, doing it on purpose. He knew what the, the, the teacher was trying to get him to say, but good for him that he wasn't saying it. good for him that he said what he did. I thought we were supposed to look at people as people. So anyway, that's, that's, um, that's the clip that kind of goes along with that particular statement. Uh, another student was told he'd be marked absent from a pre-class session when he refused to talk about his values. He told his mother he was worried he'll be bullied and questioned if he disclosed his beliefs. She told the Epic Times this. His mother ultimately negotiated an arrangement where her son wouldn't be required to engage in the pre-class activities. Pre-class activities. We've been banging on drums for about nine or 10 months now, and parents are finally coming around to see what is going on here. Pact founder Scott Minio told the Epic Times. The district has responded by denying that CRT is used in its schools. No particular philosophy or theory is being used to indoctrinate students or staff, Bayard says. He acknowledged the district has adopted a culturally responsive framework, which the parents say is CRT under another name. They are flat out lying to the community, Minio said. The framework document quotes Loudoun County Public School Superintendent Eric Williams as saying, 
LCPS calls for all students, staff, families, and other members of our community to engage in the disruption and dismantling of white supremacy, systemic racism, and hateful language and actions based on race, religion, country of origin, gender identity, sexual orientation, and or ability. The parents argue the outcome of this is the exact opposite. They're forcing this doctrine that won't result in less racism. It'll result in a toxic environment, one parent said. While the movement against CRT started locally, the response has been national. The messages, the prayers, the thanks, the donations are actually coming from all across the country, he said. Similar initiatives have been forming in recent months, such as Parents Defending Education, founded earlier this year by civil liberties advocate Nicole Neely. In recent years, activists have targeted public, private, and charter schools across the country with a campaign to impose toxic new curriculums and to force our kids into diverse identity groups based on race, ethnicity, religion, and gender. Its website says, urging parents to join in or to stop the madness in our schools. One teacher and one parent from two elite schools in New York City recently objected to CRT being used there, while Florida is working on a civics curriculum that will explicitly exclude CRT, according to uh, Governor Ron DeSantis. There has been action on the other side of the issue as well. Some parents, teachers, and school officials in Loudoun County have formed a group that discussed how to make a list of the non-compliant parents, infiltrate their ranks, and even solicit hackers who can either shut down their websites or redirect them to pro-CRT webpages, the Daily Wire reported. PACT's GoFundMe page was shut down by the crowdfunding platform, although the group has already formed a new one on Give Me Give, give, send, go. I haven't seen that one before. Raising about $13,000. The pushback has prompted the parents to double down, Minio said. It may be off-putting for parents to try to find their way through the jargon-filled world of CRT ideologues. Sorry. He acknowledged, but his point is to oppose CRT practice rather than the theory itself. What matters is how it's manifesting itself and who is responsible, he said. So I think that's a good point that they're not trying to argue against the, um, the theory of CRT because that would be a much longer um, endeavor, uh, but rather to say, regardless of what the CRT theory is, you don't have a right to force it on my child in public school or even in private school. I read a letter the other night on a mini pod from a, a father who uh, was paying, I believe it was $54,000 a year to send his daughter to a private school in Manhattan, and they were trying to do this garbage there, uh, even to the point they made parents sign 
uh, anti-racist statements, you know, that they would not conduct themselves in any racist manner. A parent, I'm paying $54,000 a year and I got to sign this to say I'm not a racist. Screw you. I don't have to prove myself to you. You're here for one purpose only, and that is to educate my child or my children in these things that are necessary for them to be a, uh, you know, to have a chance in, in, in the working world as an adult, those things that can help make them competitive. And certainly there's some things in, in school um, that have been taught, you know, for many years that help them think, but, to force a certain ideology on them, and then especially one that says that America is systemically racist and has been since our founding fathers is insane. And there's only one purpose to that, and that's to raise a generation or two um, that that uh, have no allegiance to the United States, have no allegiance to America, have no um uh, to eliminate patriotism. So they'll support this garbage that, that people in Congress right now are trying to force down on the throats of the American people. I believe it was Nikita Khrushchev that told, um, uh, John F. Kennedy back in the sixties, you know, that, uh, communism, will not uh, overtake America by wars. It'll be taken over from within. And I think the things that we're starting to see now that are being uncovered, now that people are finally paying attention and, and talking about these things that are going on across the country, that maybe what Nikita Khrushchev said over 50 years ago was actually true. All right. That's pretty much it for that particular article. Uh, I may, uh, in, in an upcoming mini pod, I may try to do, um, do uh, hit the high points of the CRT um, teachings that they're using in school and see if I can kind of give you an idea of, of some of the things that they're they're pushing uh, on our students. And then even, like I said, in corporations, when they're doing um, seminars, you know, can you imagine that companies that you work for are, are forcing their employees to go to seminars where they're trying to indoctrinate them into um these philosophies that really basically are going to destroy America. They're not freedom-based at all. They're not free thinking at all. They're trying to push people in a direction where they're robotic and they'll say, oh, yes, whatever you say, is, is you know, we'll follow you. Because they know that's the only way that they can win. As long as there's free thinking people freedom-loving people that really want control of their own lives and all they want 
And all we need from the federal government is to protect our borders, have a standing military, so, you know, protect the country as it's needed, and then certain basic functions that that are required uh, for the government itself. But we don't need them controlling our lives. We don't need them passing judgment on every aspect of our lives. And that's basically the direction they're, they want to go in. And the more they push this kind of stuff, the more they're going to have people that maybe are willing to do that, to listen to them and do what they're told to do. And it's, it's hard for me to believe after all these years that we could actually have the numbers of people that it appears that we have today that are even interested in this crap, that are even gullible enough to believe that all these things are trying to, to indoctrinate them into are for their good. I just, I find that hard to believe. All right. So, um, I'm going to get this set up here and then I'm going to close out for tonight. I appreciate you uh, listening to this episode of mini pod tomorrow night. I'll have another one tomorrow night, Saturday night. Um, it's, I haven't, I've got two subjects in mind. Uh, it'll be tomorrow before I make up my mind, which one will probably be best to use, but uh, also don't forget uh, Trice talk live with myself and Dennis Lee will be back on Sunday night. And of course we always start the week off in politics on Sunday night. So, uh, please uh, be sure and join us for that. And, um, I'm trying to find, <laughs> I only have a list of about a thousand songs here, so it takes me a little bit longer to get into, um, into this than I normally would like. Well, let's just go out with this, but I appreciate you joining me tonight and uh, y'all have a great Saturday and uh, hope to uh, see you again tomorrow night. Stay safe, everybody.